Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for listening to the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. I wanted to preclude the episode today and just go over one thing that I forgot to mention. Please know that instead of just the one Thursday night game this week, we also have two Saturday night games. So um, make sure to check your rosters, see what's going on. It's not just Sunday morning uh, tinker time this week. You do have two games on Saturday and one game on Thursday. So thanks for listening again and hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to another, another episode, playoff edition of the League of Ordinary Gentlemen podcast. Got the same two guys with me as last week, Sean Stone, owner of Reverend Stone, and Doug Appleby, owner of Crows Before Hoes. So we'll get into the same kind of thing. We're going to talk about some recaps, some donkey moves that people made last week, uh, what happened and, uh, and how things are shaking out. And then we're going to talk about the predictions of the, the main two games in the slate this week. But uh, And then we'll go over the, the playoff what the playoff picture moving forward. So thanks for joining us today, guys. I appreciate you being in again. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. So let's jump right into it then. Um, the first game that let's talk about, we're going to talk about the game of the week first because this was, I think everybody saw this one going this way, but not this close. Sean, um, your Reverend Stone takes the ash clowns out, 98.6 to 97.7. Also, one of the things I need to preface is we are in Stacks Omega restaurants. So if you hear some some clanging things and noise in the background, uh, hey, thanks Stacks for letting us on. Um, anyhow, ninety eight point six over the, the no talent clowns, ninety seven point seven. Well, it's uh, it's unfortunate because uh, although I was playing the ass clowns, I was the one with the ass sweat the entire time because it was uh, ridiculously close, especially when he was up. At one point, I think like 97 to 58, and yeah. it was just, I was, I was, I thought my season was done. I thought I was finished, and then Russell Wilson came in, and then Alex Collins came in, and I mean, I, I probably owe my season to those two pickups. Yep. 100%, 100%. And if you guys weren't watching that game, Russell Wilson went for 29.8, Alex Collins went for 24.6. So that was the the biggest contributors for uh, for for the Stones team. It, Came on late with a late slate of games on Sunday. Jeff House tried as hard as he could. Uh, Adam Thielen went, went 22. Doug Baldwin went for 13. Cam Newton for 14 and a half. Um, but overall, he just he, he couldn't make it happen. Actually, looking now at his schedule, at his uh, at his team, if he would have played Kyle Rudolph instead of Vernon Davis this week, he would have won. So. Yeah, it was that close. Yeah. In reality, I mean, Alex Collins is probably owed a Christmas card yes. from, uh, from the Reverend Stones. For, Man, that's a great idea. That off, you know, yeah, at least a, a Twitter thank you. Just try, a yeah. Twitter thank you, yeah. <laughs> at least a Twitter thank you. So. Yeah, but I mean, I I called it last week that this was going to be my hardest week. Um, yep. Going, the, those matchups were were scary, scary. But hope springs eternal. Hope springs eternal. Absolutely. So good, good win. By Reverend Stone as they move in to the next round of the playoffs. So And Jeff, better luck next year, friend. <laughs> better luck next year to the four teams who got eliminated this week. Uh, I can't say that I'm I feel bad for any of you guys. Uh, spoiler alert, we're still in it. Um, next let's go to the, the smash of the week. Crows four hose against my season equals NFL ratings. I think we all called this one. Uh, I mean Doug's Crows before hose get to 102. 
with a huge game out of Le'Veon Bell on Monday night. 30 and a half points. Uh, went nuts. Cream Hunt showing up again, too. Finally. Yeah. Finally yeah, get like in the end zone. That looked good. Yeah, we said last week if he could uh, if he could get 14 points, I'd be happy about it. And he got what 20, 21, 21. So I'll take it. Thank you, Travis Kelsey, for tripping at the one yard line. Mm. That that hurts. No? How about you? I'm fine. Some editing will do now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, Tom Brady for a 9.3 really, really sunk the ship, but yeah. I mean, he was already sunk at that point. But he, he 64. Points. We talked about this last week too. He tends to struggle at Miami for whatever reason. It's just, I don't know. Maybe gets involved in the nightlife, or you know, I don't know. Str- struggles <laughs> he goes at to Miami. see those goes to see those Miami fans, and he can't think of Giselle. Yeah, like he should, and he ends up just laying an egg. Yeah, I think um, my season. He got off to a good start, and then things just kind of went off the rails around week eight, and he just never seemed to fully recover. The team just kind of got cold at the wrong time. So, And I got away with a mistake last week. I streamed uh, Sterling Shepard off waivers, thinking he would get a lot of volume, and he just didn't. So I was I was lucky to get Instead away Golden with Golden Tate. Yeah, get away with playing him over Golden Tate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he... If you look at his bench, he just, I mean, he had Javorius Allen that went for 17.7, but no, he's had Jordy Nelson all year long. And watch Jordy Nelson pop this week after getting Aaron Rodgers back. Yeah, but um, But it doesn't matter. Nope. It, at this point, he's still got all the targets. He's still averaging on seven, eight targets a week. He's just not getting any of the downfield play with Dink and Dunk out of, out of Hunley. So I think that was a, a, huge, a huge missing piece. He's having to play guys like, Deshaun Jackson, and then LeGarrette Blunt not being the guy in Philly uh, hurt yeah. hurt him as well. But overall, his his pickups just didn't pan out. And also, he, when he was good, he had Robert Woods that was that was playing full time too, and he was going he was kind of going crazy. So injuries kind of hurt him for the for the year, especially at running back. Um, he tried to turn you know he tried to turn Tom uh, Drew Brees into into something, and he got Delaney Walker out of it, but. Uh, with the emergence of um, of Peyton Barber in Tampa Bay, Doug Doug Martin just hasn't been the, the same guy. Yeah, so uh, great season, Brain. Congratulations on getting married, and please don't arrest me. <laughs> please don't arrest me. All right. Uh, next, we're going to talk about uh, the Upstate Rifles against your best team now. Um, this was I, – I, mean, I can't say it. I, I made all the mistakes all of the mistakes. Um, Michael Thomas is on my bench on Thursday night, and I had a feeling he'd, he'd go nuts. Jordan Howard I put on my bench. He went for 29.5. Ben Roethlisberger for 33.7. But luckily, I got great play out of uh, the rest of my team, especially Antonio Brown win this thing 116.3 to 90. Uh, the minus two out of the Bengals defense against Chicago. I never saw that coming for, for Sean, but um, Alex Smith puts his head back up his butt for another game and uh, kind of saved my season. Yeah, saved you. yeah, really, to me, the upstate rifles are much like the Clappers, Dallas Cowboys, that uh, when they're facing inferior competition, a few guys are able to save them, but, you know, once they get into the playoffs, their, their record may look similar to uh, Tony Romo's playoff record. Once, once we get deep into the playoffs. I don't think Tony Romo ever won a playoff game. Did he? he did not. Yeah, well, I won a playoff game. <laughs> so that one's off. Check that off the books. At least I'm not Marvin Lewis. Yeah. 
No, but like we said, I mean, your your team is just so deep that it it honestly hurts you because you have just tough decisions to make every week, and you know when you've got good players sitting on the bench, they can burn you every single week. So I actually uh, think that may happen this week. If not, it'll definitely happen next week. <laughs> <laughs> A little foreshadowing by Sean Stone. Um, Next up, the Fat Bottom Girlies against Trust the Process. Sorry, in, in a public place, and I'm not going to say the rest of that name. Um, it was Billy finally gets a, a solid week out of his team, even getting minus two out of the Seahawks defense and only 10 out of his quarterback. But LaShawn McCoy and Kenyon Drake and DeAndre Hopkins just go crazy. Um, yeah, that was just un- unbelievable week for, for Billy to get over 100. He hasn't been doing that a whole lot lately. And maybe you've got the Vortex to suck back after taking a guy like, like Zeke, who's been scoring above 100 points every single week to 86.3. Um, Those suspensions but, don't don't help no, Zeke, though. No. Nor does him are... dropping Jonathan Stewart uh, for Aaron Jones. That, yeah, that's, that hurts. that's a hard pill to swallow. Uh, come... Monday morning. Yeah. Right. Aaron Jones, one carry, minus two yards. If you guys didn't keep up, uh, Jonathan Stewart was three touchdowns for all you listeners out there. He got over, yards. 30, over 30 points. This game looks completely different with Jonathan Stewart in the fold instead of Aaron Jones. Um, what have won in the game? Was it what, a 36, 36 point swing almost, I think? Yeah. 30, 34 point swing, something like that. Um, yeah, that's got to be that. That's got to that's got to be which we'll get into later. My my donkey move of the week. Thank the Lord that I won it. Yeah, I don't necessarily qualify for it. It also helps that it was snowing in Buffalo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So McCoy just got the rock the whole time. Just and, kept getting. And that overtime touchdown. I mean, that was big. That was big. Twenty yard, twenty-one yard walk into the end zone. Um, either way, it might not have, might not have helped either way because with Zeke losing Carson Wentz this week. Uh, that was a big blow to his offense either way. Mm-hmm. So. The real concern for the three of us needs to be that the vortex of suck may have reappeared. It takes out Carson Wentz this week, ends his season. It, uh, it forces Zeke into a bad waiver move, picking up Aaron Jones over over Jonathan Stewart. So, I don't know. Stop. Bill I, I, made, I made waiver wire moves. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens as, as they go forward next week uh, against... Reverend Stone, the Fighting Stones. We'll see if the Vortex is stuck still works. Nothing's worked against that. Uh, I think this 98.6 is probably the lowest that Sean scored all year long, almost. Yeah. At least since like week five. Yeah, since we my my uh, very first week, I didn't break 50. So yeah. that was bad. But that may, have, that may have been a record low. Like I think that's called strategy. He was just jockeying <laughs> for a waiver wire position. Uh, I wish. I wish I could claim that. So uh, and then we'll just recap the consolation ladder. The the uh, the dead ass last bowl. Muffin stuffers without managing a team put up 121. I don't know what it is. Dak Prescott became Dak Prescott, uh, and they beat Prison Ready 121 to 102.8. So we'll see who ends up with the loogie next year. So um, I know we talked a little bit this a little bit, but who, what was your donkey moves? Uh, drop lineup changes? Anything you you like to talk about when it comes to that? For me, I'm not doing a, a weekly donkey move. I'm going to look at uh, season-long donkeys. And 
that's going to go to uh, the Fat Bottom Girlies and No Talent, who were only able to accumulate 67 and 70 points total from their defenses on the entire year. To put that in perspective, Stone got about 180, 182 points out of his defense. Out of streaming defenses. Out of, out of streaming defenses. Tim got 242 out of the Jags in one week of the Bengals, and I was able to get 212 out of five or six different defenses streaming throughout the season. So that's a big difference in, uh, in points there if you look at it from a macro perspective. So they are my donkeys of the week. Donkeys of the week. Yeah, if you look at total total points for that's a that's a, a big thing if they what do you say they were at uh, 67 and 70 67 if you put them up look at total points scored in the league for fat bottom girlies is 1234 uh, the difference really is a lot of defenses with mine it's 1458 and then Reverend Stone 1495 so getting a lot of points from defense especially this year <clears throat> defense became a huge thing when the pick six and all that yeah. kind of stuff kind of went away um, and the two teams competing in the uh, dead-ass last bowl put up 115 points, roughly, each on, on the season for defense. So they were lagging way behind everybody else. Yeah, Billy's Vortex is, has been very helpful. So, Stone, what about you? Any uh, donkey moves week season? Well, I mean, I, I kind of get it, Zeke, uh, dropping, dropping Jonathan Stewart, but not necessarily for Aaron Jones. Uh, in that spot, but uh, that that'd be mine. Is that's that's hard to, to reflect on, you know. Yeah, that is that is tough. It's it's not one you can like you said. You can see why. I mean, with, Minnesota's with defense. I mean, they're um, they're they're tough defense. So yeah. you don't want to play your running back against them. So thinking back to when Zeke was on the podcast, though, um, one of his one of his donkey moves was when somebody else played Aaron Jones. He said, "I had Aaron Jones in the league, and he bones you." So you can't rely on him. And he went and relied on Aaron Jones this week. So, I mean, I kind of fell on his own sword there. He he called the shot, yeah. and then he died by it. Yeah. I, I don't blame him for dropping Stewart, but picking up Aaron Jones is the real issue. There yeah. had to have been yeah. There's a better not a, option. Not a whole lot of running backs on the no, Raiders right no, now. I mean, there is could have gone Mike Davis, who had a fairly good game before yeah. getting injured against Seattle. Um, so you never know. But... All right, well, let's get into um, predictions for next week. We'll, we'll take a look at, for this week, I guess I should say, week two of the playoffs. There's only two games of note. Uh, we'll go with one versus four, the Reverend Stone, Sean Stone against Fat Bottom Girlies. What have you got? I'll start with you, Doug, because this is this – is, uh, Stone's game. So, what do you see happen? Yeah, you know, I think both of us, me and you, would both prefer to face the Fat Bottom Burleys next week. But I just don't see how it happens. I mean, Stone is just loaded with good matchups this week. Uh, Russell Wilson facing, a, you know, is looking like a MVP candidate. You have Ingram facing a Jets team that may throw in the towel after losing uh, McCown for the season. Julio, Funches, Kelsey are just in total nuts matchups. And then, you know, you got Bill. He's got his leader uh, in New Hopkins facing Jacksonville this week in just an impossible spot. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a, and, and Duke is the only guy that that offense is throwing right. to. Um, you, you've got Jalen Ramsey that's probably going to shadow. And if he, he does, you've got A.J. Bouye, Bouye yeah. uh, right there to, on the other side. So um, put a safety over top, shut that guy down. He's really good. He's going to do work, and he always does. Um, 
He went and Bill did go pick up Case Keenum this week against a, a bad Cincinnati defense. Cincinnati defense that has been really bad of late. Um, so he's got some kind of matchups going on, but I'm with you. Russell Wilson against the Rams. Mark Ingram against a bad Jets defense. Alex Collins going against a, a, a Cleveland defense that's less has led over 100 yards rushing in four or five straight games. Um, Julio Jones against Tampa Bay. Just go on four days. Travis Kelsey's probably the Kelsey's probably the worst matchup that, that he's got with uh, going against the, the Chargers. Pretty stingy defensively. Um, Stone, what's your take on this, and what do you think is going to happen? I think I'm going to win. I think it's going to be big. I think Billy's going to hurt. And I'm gonna love it. Um, no, I think I, I strategically picked up Aaron Rodgers so that none of y'all could. Um, not that I ever plan on playing him, um, but especially because Wilson's been so hot lately. Why? Yeah. Why change for a good thing for a question mark of if he gets injured? How's Against the defense who just got shredded. But at this, yeah. But at the same time, there's, there's, I don't know the chance that he could go off. And so I'd rather have him on my bench yeah. than especially Billy, you know, not having a quarterback, having it him in his line. Not that Keenum's – I mean, Keenum's great and stuff, but he just picked up Case Keenum yeah, um, he's, because he's he didn't get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. For some reason, Marcus Mariota. Mariota and Derek Carr were the two guys that he's been rolling yeah. with. And, uh, and so – which, I mean, like we said before, um, I think it was my first podcast on here – was uh, he lived? He lived and died by the Texans. I mean that—that that was why he had such a long winning streak. Was because New Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, they just made his yeah. team. I mean they—they they brought in at least half of his points every week. Yeah. No, I'm with you. He, like I said, he does have some good matchups, like with Lashawn McCoy against Miami. Um, Brandon Cooks has just not been any good the the stretch down the stretch of this year. Um, Evan Ingram going against Philadelphia. I don't see good things happen for him. Somehow the Vortex of Suck pulls up and, and gets him a win this week. Uh, I think Doug or I would both be happy because then we wouldn't have to face Ezekiel Elliott in Week 16. Yeah. Well, you know, I was looking at the matchups, and he still might not have to. I mean, he was playing Seattle, and Seattle's been a little bit leaky, but my other matchups with my running backs are, yeah. are really strong. You know, Collins is facing Indianapolis. Um, Ingram uh, is playing Atlanta again. Uh, and McCaffrey has Tampa Bay, I think. Okay. Um, and so, like, it's that's a little tough. Granted, Zeke is well yeah. rested. It'd be um, bold to leave a vengeful Zeke on the bench. Yeah, 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 that's I'd, true. I mean, I'll, I'll totally advocate for it if you play against me. If I, if I were to advocate if, for you leaving <laughs> Zeke on the bench, <laughs> if I were to drop one of them to my bench, it'd probably be McCaffrey for Zeke to play. Four-time right. player makes sense. And uh, we'll see. So let's get into the, the next one, number two, verse three. Uh, Upstate Rifles against Crows before Hose. Uh, this one, I know that the spread looks different, but it's kind of a push uh, to me. I, I've got some good matchups with uh, Leonard Fournette against Houston, Alvin Kamara if he plays. Um, I mean, Antonio Brown's matchup, Bruce Keenan Allen against the league of Kansas City defense. Um, so we'll, and then Jordan Howard going against Detroit because I'm not making that mistake again. Well, I think that's where this game lives and dies is at the flex, you know. Which, you said that last week, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it should have. <laughs> and it should have, but, well, exactly. So maybe it doesn't. But I just, I mean, Doug, you're here. Are you going to stick with Alfred Morris? I mean, there's there's not much on the wire to pick. And right. I on mean, your that's... bench, you've got 
some options question mark in parentheses yeah i mean oakland's been giving it up to running backs all year so my hope has got to just be that the cowboys need the win um in order to stay in playoff contention they can get up early Dak can do something and then they can just ride alfred morris into the ground because if if he gets in a negative game script and they get behind at all, he's in trouble. Yeah. Which is my my question of like why not go after a guy like Rod Smith? You know? Not that you'd play him both, but Yeah, I just think the Rod Smith thing last week was a little fluky. Like he yeah. caught like Touchdowns a eighty like yard fluky. screen or a, a little little quick slant and took it to the house. Mm-hmm. So I mean I thought I thought about it, but I just don't know if I want to make make that switch at this point in the season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kinda of with you on that one. Um, Oakland just revived the season for Kareem Hunt last week. Um, I mean look Alex Smith went didn't throw a touchdown last week. He only got like ten points. Uh, but he should have had two granted he should have had two to Kelsey. Technically technically should have had three to Kelsey. Uh, yeah. that was just bad luck. For, for Kelsey not getting in the end zone on those. And, yeah. And then he had uh, three called back. Yeah. That's when he should have had three touchdowns. And so Kareem Hunt kind of went in, but he still, Kareem Hunt went over 100 yards. Yeah. So uh, I think Alec, I think Alfred Morris can go over 100 yards. Derek Carr in this last stretch of four weeks has been putting up less than 10 points every single week. Um, Amari Cooper is hurt, kind of questionable again. Crabtree's not playing the way that, the way that he should be. Uh, I don't see Oakland putting up a ton of points. It's still against not a not a great Dallas defense. Yeah. But I think Alfred Morris has a has a fairly good day. I could see him going for going for a hundred plus in a, in a touchdown. Uh, I'd roll him out every single week, especially near guy on the bench, Orleans Darkwa. He's ceding some carries to Wayne Gallman now that yeah. now that Ben Mac- McAdoodle is gone. I um, think I actually put in a waiver bid for Aaron Rodgers for Orleans Darkwa. But I think we all put in a waiver bid yeah. for for Aaron Rodgers. Somehow the huh. no, number one seed got him, so we'll yeah, not so sure about, about that one. I don't know how yeah, that I don't know out. how that worked, but I, my only guess is that it's like because I had so little points for yeah. this past week that it was just going off of points for. I have no idea. With an exception that. of those who are in the consolation round. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just I thankful no that I was, was there. I was second to last in the waivers. I was ahead of Billy, so I knew Billy wasn't going to get him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but Matthew Stafford against Chicago, who looked really good on defense last week. Um, New England's kind of—they're letting up the run. They're letting up the run, but they're not letting a whole lot of pass these last four weeks. They're allowing less than 170 passing yards per week the last four weeks, but they haven't been playing great quarterbacks either. Until I guess until this week when they played Jay Cutler and he did what 260 and three touchdowns. Yeah, but Um, at the same time, Bell can hurt you with both. Yeah, so it really doesn't matter. He's so good. All right, quick aside, just NFL talk. Should he get paid like a number one running back and a number two wide receiver? No, I mean I would never pay. It just doesn't fit back. the salary cap. But, well, yeah, you just uh, you I mean, can't like, put all your. I mean, especially with who they have. I mean, they've got Ben Roethlisberger. They got to pay. They got Antonio Brown. They got to pay. They've got um, a loaded defense. Le- Le'Veon Bell, An offensive loaded, line a loaded full of studs. Yeah. So and as you know, obviously, RIP. Ryan Shazier with with his injury, but they, they're going to have to pay that position to, to come back. That was speaking of that was terrible. Um, I've got I, some, I just think I, you have to. He needs to be a little more. You know, if he wants to be on a, on a good Super Bowl contending defense, he can't get paid as two players. Right, right. So I think the projection that ESPN has for him is is probably off. Like I would I would not project Fournette for more points than Le'Veon Bell in, in just no. about any situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, with Hunt getting the ball a little more last week, the Chargers, as good as they've been on defense, have been really poor against the run all year. And it's probably a schematic thing. They don't mind giving up rushing yards. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to try and stream something at tight end. I just haven't really looked into it yet. I'll tell you um, this. Whatever you do, it's better than Tim's option. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Well, I mean, you, you got to – Jack Doyle, I don't mean, do what you want, but – Jack Doyle mainly had you know four receiving yards, but he caught the only passing touchdown in a snow-filled game last yeah. week. Um, but then again, Denver's defense—I mean, they—they they found it last yeah. last week. Yeah, I thought they were in Barbados last week. Yeah. So, but we'll see. Um, yeah, projections are are boulder dash. We all know that. Um, projecting a, a team in this league to score 127 points. That's a lot to ask. If you look at, yeah. you know, projecting guys to score 15, you know, 18 points a game, that's just setting yourself up for that's setting yourself up for failure. Um, the thing I'm actually most worried about this week is the Jacksonville defense going up against TJ Yates. Like, I mean, if they put up 30 points, there's there's just no way I'm winning right. this week. Yeah, like know? like I said, I mean, if you put if if I'm if I'm there, I'm shadowing Jalen Ramsey. I've got safety coverage over the top and saying not letting that guy get behind you. And then everything else is, is underneath. TJ Yates is not going to go anywhere else. Yeah. Um, Lamar Miller, I'm sorry. I don't think Lamar Miller is an RB1. I never no. have. Uh, he he doesn't break a whole lot of tackles. That defense, it, we could be looking at one of those 30-plus weeks out of, out of that yeah. defense. Mm-hmm. I'm, so. I'm very concerned about that. So. Then you got Greg Zerlon in a very windy Seattle. Yeah. So. Um, well, that's all I've got. Uh, who do you think is going to take this one, Stone? Because obviously you know who Doug and I picks are going to be. But who do you, who do you think is going to take yeah, this Yeah, um, it's, it's tough. Just I wish I'd say this. In all fairness, right, you've already won one. <laughs> let Doug have one, right? Like, let Doug have a championship. And, There's no and he's, he's always a contender. But I do think you'll, you'll take it, Tim. Um, just some of those matchups. I think here, here's here's the real key. If Alvin Kamara uh, can play, then it's really – it'll be an uphill battle yeah. the entire time. You know, if, if Kamara doesn't play, there's a lot of hope. There's a lot of hope. Um, but then again, if Kamara, like – If Kamara doesn't play, it makes my decision easier because Jordan Howard moves up to moves up the running back spot and Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas moves into the flex. flex yeah. um, because like, the – the game script of New Orleans, as you guys saw this week, it completely changes with Kamara out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even Mark Ingram's lesser of a player when Alvin Kamara's not in the game. Yeah. Um, so they, they end up taking a couple more deep shots in there. So I'm interested to see. This is whoever wins these two games is guaranteed a payday. Uh, so so that, that's, that's right. I mean, yep. 120 for first and 70 for second. And then the other $10 goes towards the. Goes towards the nameplate of the champion on that. Yeah, on the I'm also like it's Christmas time, so I'm almost willing to throw the championship game if I get there, just for all the cash. If anybody's willing to make that deal, ah, <laughs> a little collusion. Oh gosh, I don't. Maybe you could work out a split season. But I don't know about nope, throwing all the cash. It's all in. All, <laughs> all that's, or, if you want to buy my collusion, it, I like that you're sitting costs, here with, with one of the two guys you're gonna you're gonna play next week. Too. Yeah, it costs so. two hundred bucks. Yeah. So. Um, so we, we so if Stone thinks it's going to be Stone and Tim, 
number one seed against number two seed in, in the finals. I'm sure Doug thinks it's going to be Stone. At the same time, Doug, a number two seed who shouldn't be a number two seed be, only because of divisional reasons, yeah. right? Like Doug would have been the number two seed if divisions weren't if divisions an, weren't a thing, weren't a weren't a, divisions an issue. Are a thing. In, yeah, 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 yeah. For the same reason that I mean. The Houston Rockets would probably be a number one seed in the NBA if they were playing in the East, but the problem is they're playing in the West in Golden State. So it is what it is. Well, right. they're the one seed right now, so the yeah. Rockets are. Well, I don't pay that much attention, yeah. I'm, I'm just watching the Cavs. Yeah, I'm best there. record in the NBA right now, I think 21 and 4. And they're on a 10 game win streak or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Not bad. Should be a good, should be a good no season for. Uh, I'll start paying attention to basketball now that football is almost yeah. over. Um, and actually, I think it's going to be Stone and the Upstate Rifles as well. I just, Ooh. yeah, with the Jacksonville go, Jacksonville going against TJ Yates and getting Kamara back, uh, it just the, the outlook is not good. I've got to hope that Kamara plays, but is still shaking off the cobwebs and isn't right. Mm. That's that's really my best bet to get yeah. them. Well, we should find out. We should find out a little bit more of the practice report today. Yeah. Uh, I'll go listen to Stefania Bell. Here in a little while uh, on, my, on my ride to on my ride to anderson so anyhow thanks for listening guys do you have anything else you guys want to add in this week um x factors for each game i just think doug even called out uh, the jag stone you called out alvin kamara um any any other thing you guys want to add no not for me no hey well thanks for listening guys thanks for being on the podcast we'll be back one more time probably two more times um for the championship matchups and then a recap of the championship for a couple short podcasts. Thanks for a great season, guys. Um, keep up the hard work. We got two guys still looking for jockeying position for the Lugie. But if anything, we'll see you in September at next year's draft.